I'm Hillary. That is your four minute buzz. Now here's Glennon Stu to start Good the show. Heavens, I, she's a dumb. I hate not her. you, Hillary. I'm talking about Whoopi. <laughs> yeah, boy, what an idiot. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's bigger fish to fry. Beta O'Rourke. Uh, and I don't think he's the beta version. I think he's down to the Zeta version <laughs> of himself. Let me tell you about sweat block first. Don't ever let him see a sweat. In fact, don't sweat. Um, we're going back this weekend to the fires of hell hot uh, here in Texas. And if I go outside for, I mean, 40 seconds and it's 100 degrees and all this humidity, I am just a soppy mess. And I have to change my shirt several times a day. And I hate it because I also stink when I'm sweating that much. I hate it. I tried sweat block. I think their deodorant stick is the best. But if you really have problems like I do when you're sweating a sweaty mess, use sweat block. It will not only keep your underarms dry, but you don't smell at all. It is the most powerful ever. Go to sweatblock.com, promo code Beck. Sweatblock.com, promo code Beck. So, I was really upset at as CBS, was it CBS or ABC that called him Beta O'Rourke? That's how, no, that's how influential he is. And so, uh, well, the Beta O'Rourke yesterday walked in to a uh, press conference, completely staged, uh, and, uh, and berated the governor of Texas. Why? Because he knew he could get headlines and he's running against the governor. It was it was shameful. It was awful. And I thought, you know, I want to start with some perspective. And so I made a list of all the things that I think are more despicable or worse than uh, Beta O'Rourke. And um, and I, I I mean, I've been working on it for a couple of hours now. Um, and I still, I mean, monkey, uh, no, I think I'd rather have monkey pox than endure another moment of that guy campaigning. Uh, so it's not monkey pox. Right? Okay, I don't have anything on the list yet, but today you can phone in 888-727-BECK. We talk to you about all the things that are on your mind, but we begin with the shooting in 60 seconds. Leprosy, where you lose all of your limbs and your eyes and you're living in a cave like Eh. and hers. No? No. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you'd have to listen to them 
I mean, it takes you time to turn the channel. Right. And you might hear a little bit of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, relief factor. You know the value of a dollar, so let me ask you, what's the value of 20 bucks? How far is $20 going to get you? If I told you $20 can change your life, it's worth it, right? If you think that you're going to spend the rest of your life in pain, 20 bucks, and you have a 70% chance, on average, that's about the people who you know try the quick start from Relief Factor and uh, go on to order more because it works for them. So you might lose your 20 bucks. But you have a 70% chance of your life changing and you getting out of pain. Is it worth it? Sure was for me. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Oh, my gosh. Do we have the audio of the political stunt uh, that uh, Beto O'Rourke did as uh, <laughs> where he danced on the dead bodies of children? Listen. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. I don't play this no, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to this show. This is totally predictable. You Sir, you're out of line. Now, this is Sir, the mayor who has a walker. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a <laughs> would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. I love that guy. I freaking love him. <laughs> I love the fact that he had a walker. Yeah. And he was, he comes up and he's like, get out of here, you sick son of a, I think. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the, because you know what? Because Beto is human trash. He is scum. No. He is the scum no, of the wait earth. wait a minute. The lowest he form said, of, of humanity our society can produce. He said after he was there, he was just listening, and he just couldn't take it anymore. Oh, really? He was, that's, that's what happened, huh? Yeah. That's interesting, because everybody seems to notice that this was obviously staged from the beginning. And I go back to what happened before this. We don't know exactly. Maybe we'll learn in the coming days. But let me translate the a, a series of events that led up to this moment. Beto O'Rourke... Was there in listening to the whole thing? No, he and was then, not. Let's go back before that. Let's go back to the meeting that Beto O'Rourke had with his staff. And at some point, and I'll translate it because I don't have the exact language, yeah. but I'll tell you exactly what was said in the meeting. Mm-hmm. It was Beto O'Rourke saying, hey... How exactly can we take advantage of all of these dead children and and turn it around so it's good for us? How do we raise money off the bodies of these dead children tomorrow? Hold on just a second. You don't have a transcript. You don't know that Beto O'Rourke said that. And I have to tell you, Stu, I don't think he's smart enough to come up. That had to be someone else in the room. And he went, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Because, but I don't know who said it. All I know is that this was obviously planned, clearly yes. planned. And CBS we can go through. CBS knows. Yeah, even CBS News pointed it out. Blatantly a staged event. And this guy because he wants more power and more money, decided that this event was about him. He wanted to make the death of 19 children and two teachers about Beto O'Rourke because he is human scum. He is the worst 
form of life imaginable on this earth. These things might work in New York yeah. or Delaware or it. Washington, D.C. It's mm-hmm. not going to work here. You know, the only one that had the other opinion of, hey, maybe gun control is Matthew McConaughey. And he seemed like a decent, I disagree yeah, with him, totally. but he was a decent human being about it. I mean, he obviously doesn't know all that much about the details of, of these issues, but like he, I think, ha- comes from a good place. Here's a guy, Matthew McConaughey's statement. You know, it was like, hey, like, gosh, how can we stop this? We need to do something. All Correct. right. Like, that's it's not an educated viewpoint on this. OK, everybody yeah. posted on social media. If you know anything about these topics, the the argument of, well, why don't we do something is just vapid. Right. It's just a, a giant, uh, shallow, uh, empty vessel of a view. It's it's a it's a it's a stand in for intellect. But Beto O'Rourke is a totally different issue. He is the worst. All he did was try to get attention. And you know what? His next job, which, by the way, will not be governor of the state of Texas, his next job at, at MSNBC or whatever, this crap will help him. And that's Again. all this is about for him. Again. He is pathetic. Again. MSNBC. I I mean, he's going to be behind a microphone, but it, I think it's going to be... Hi, welcome to Kyle's. Can I take your order, please? <laughs> I mean, if he's lucky. Yeah, yeah. And, and hey, I'm Bella O'Rourke. And, uh, a, would you like fries with that? And second, you know, I could have been governor or president. <laughs> well, and the thing here, too, is, look, this is a very desperate man in a very def- desperate position doing very desperate things. And to, disgusting. He, if you want to, uh, you know, get past how revolting a human being you must be to think that this is appropriate. If you want to get past that for a second and you get to the point of just political strategy, you can make the argument, right? He is so his 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 hill he's climbing is so far up, uh, is so steep that maybe ridiculous stunts and pathetic things like this is the right thing to do. Maybe you goad uh greg abbott into making a mistake and saying something really bad when he walks out uh you know unfortunately for him you left greg abbott and dan patrick with the microphones so you're getting taken out of the room where no one can hear you blab about your nonsense and they have the microphones and they handled it really really well really well and honestly i actually if greg abbott did what that mayor did it would have been bad yeah but the fact that the mayor did it you know that guy was not standing up for, for this nonsense. He didn't want this to be about politics. This is his freaking city. And he sat there with just righteous indignation. And I, I man, I felt I felt for him. And I thought I, I thought Abbott and Patrick handled it really well. And, and the mayor did too. Someone needed to just call, at one point, I don't know, we bleeped it out, but uh, he calls, just calls him an a-hole <laughs> from, from the staff. And that's exactly what needed to happen. That's exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, you know, why didn't the police, why didn't the police see it? I mean, BLM came out yesterday against the racist police uh, and how they, how did they know? Why didn't they stop this kid? You know, and you're right. You had all kinds of warnings that this would be a bad kid, right? All kinds of warnings. Uh, Reuters is reporting uh, some really disturbing writing. Uh, one day, I'm going to quote, One day, I was driving home from work. I noticed two children crossing the street. They were happy, happy to be free from their troubles. This is happy. uh, This happiness was mine by right. I had earned it in my dream. 
As I neared the young ones, I put all my weight on my right foot, keeping the accelerating pedal down to the floor until I hear the crashing of two children on the hood. Then the sharp cry of pain from one of the two. I was so fascinated for a moment that when after I had stopped my vehicle, I just sat in a day, sweet visions filling my head. Right? Dangerous. Right? Nothing good's going to come of this. According to Reuters, those are the teenage writings of Beto O'Rourke. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. In writings that Reuters oh say, says still exist online, O'Rourke purportedly fantasized about toppling the government, but doubted that the masses would support such a radical move at this time. Then he also wrote about murdering children by running over them with his car. This is this is the ultimate red flag for the red flag law. Exactly right. Exactly right. I'm glad that he's against guns. The state of Texas should be very aware and not allow him to buy any guns. Oh, my God. Because of this. This guy, this guy and his righteous indignation. Give it a rest, bud. Give it a rest. Uh, all right, back in just a second with with more. First, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Just because the Biden administration paused the creation of the disinformation board, the fight's not over. They, they haven't. They, all they're doing is looking into who was providing the disinformation. And now they have Chertoff running it, the former uh, uh, Department of uh, Homeland Security chief. By the way, who told me in an interview in 2005... I was talking to him and we were off the air and uh, I said, what's your cell phone? And he said, cell phone? I don't have a cell phone. I said, what do you mean you don't have a cell phone? He said, Glenn, if people, this 2005, if people knew how easily it was to get and listen and know everything about a person because of their cell phone, nobody in America would have one. Mm. Okay. I remember right. that. You remember, remember that? that? I remember that yeah. moment. And gosh, how, how accurate was that? Oh, sure. Sure. I don't have a cell phone. I said, how do you communicate with people? Uh, the old fashioned way. Memos. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Now I feel really stupid because you're <laughs> the guy in charge of watching everybody. Uh, now they're going to put him in charge of the, um, uh, the disinformation board. So that's going to go well. Guy who did the Patriot Act. Um, but I digress. Let me talk about another Patriot, Patriot Mobile. These are the guys who are not participating in all of those things. Uh, they're not handing over information. Uh, they, they are not trying to work against freedom of speech. They're not trying to help this uh, World Economic Forum Great Reset cabal. They are actually fighting for freedom. That's what they do in their off time. And that's what they do with a lot of their profits. They also provide you with money saving coverage. It's great coverage. They're on the same cell towers as everybody else is. Um, and great service. And they love your, our country. They love their country. They love our country. It's the same country to them. They're patriots just like you. Why are you with any other phone company? 
PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Make sure that you use the promo code Beck uh, and you will uh, get free activation. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch now. 10 seconds. Station ID. Give me the uh, CBS reporter here on uh, Beta. I did see what happened just before the press conference started. I was in the third, uh, third aisle, um, third row on the aisle, rather, and there were two people across the aisle from me. And a moment before the press conference started, they got up from their seats when Beto walked in. So they were seat holders for him mm. and then he sat down so his presence mm. wasn't really noticed in the 15 or 20 minutes that people were gathering inside because he was not in the room so mm. this seems something very clearly staged oh. by Beto work and his campaign wanting to confront the governor at this moment oh, God, i don't understand what that means uh i mean here's cbs telling the truth about Beto o'rourke how what's happening I mean, think of this. They they sat there and coordinated when people would stand up so he could go sit down to do this nonsense. This is uh, it's it's below. We all have terrible impressions of politicians. We all think they're terrible and awful. And he is so far below the subhuman level. It's impossible to calculate. He is every terrible thing you've ever thought of a politician times a thousand. I see. I think that people misunderstand the Democratic Party. People are always like, oh, who do they have on the bench? I mean, they have a very weak bench. They have a very deep bench. If you're looking for despicable, awful people, mm. that bench is way deep. They do have a lot of people. that would They do. That. Although I don't know how many can challenge what Beto does. I mean, he is unique and is just despicability i love the fact i love <laughs> the fact word. that he just came out and he because he's running for you know governor in texas yes and he was like i'm not going to take away your ars i'm not going to take away your guns yeah he first minute, when you, he was running for president he said they what he damn was right i'm coming for your guns mm-hmm. that's what he said mm-hmm. then he runs down here in texas and he's like i that's I, that, i'm not taking away your guns and then yesterday he shows up and uh, in a publicity stunt, and he's basically saying, damn right, I'm going to take your guns. Yeah, until the, he has a viewpoint until the second he needs to have the other viewpoint. And in this particular point, uh, in this particular moment, he is calculating the best thing he can do for him, for Beto, is take advantage of dead children. That's what that's what he's calculating. So that's what he's doing, because that's all he cares about. And he has absolutely no conscience, as you just illustrated in his teenage writings, he has absolutely no conscience. What a piece of trash this guy is. And God, I wish I could say other words today. This is one of those days that I... I wish it was just a podcast. I really do wish it was just a I, podcast and we didn't have the FCC to deal with because this. there's been several... That yesterday was my oh, day. Oh. Today is your day. And, uh, you know, I wrote a new song about Beto. A new song. A new song okay. about Beto. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Beto Rourke. Beto's not his real name. It's because I'm on, you know, with FCC rules, it's Richard. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's, uh, it's Robert. Uh, Robert. It's oh, not it's not Richard? Richard? No. I thought it was... <laughs> no, it's not Richard. So I'd be wrong calling him Dick. Eh, no. Okay, all right. No, okay. I, I, I just wanted be. to make sure. Um, all right. Parents, this is the latest. Parents begged police for upward of 40 minutes to stop the Texas school shooter. Before we go down this road... Could we just do a couple of things? This is a town of 16,000 people. In the middle of Texas, I mean, it's, it's not a big town. Uh, I don't know if your police are mentally, uh, as well as physically trained, to do these things. You go to a big city in New York. You go to Dallas, and there's a school shooting. Who shows up? First, the police. Second, the SWAT team. 16,000. They don't have a SWAT team. Okay? You're in a town of 16,000. Everybody pretty much knows each other. And they're like, wait. Uh, I... Now, we do know that this kid barricaded himself and locked the door even when the Border Patrol showed up. You know, they were probably in the area just to whip Mexicans, you know, from their horses. <sighs> mm. Um, but uh, I'm losing track. Are they heroes today? Or are they villains today? The police. Well, right now, now they're heroes. They're heroes. But Beto will find time later today to throw them under the bus. Okay, good. But let's stand in their glory for a second. Um, this was the this was the SWAT team of the Border Patrol. It wasn't just one guy. We now know it was a whole team. Uh, border TAC, the or BORTAC is what they're called. The Border Tactical Team. Uh, they were in the area and they went in and they couldn't even breach the door. They could they had to have it unlocked. They tried to kick it in and they couldn't. Um, and that's when they took the kid out. But the police we're Can we not jump to the conclusion that the police were like that one guy in Florida? Remember the one guy, the police officer in Florida was like, I'm going to hide behind here. and I'm not going to answer any of my calls because I don't want to go inside. Remember that guy? We don't have any indication that these, no. you know, and, you know, I mean, as much as everybody shot, right? I mean, it, yes, this is yes. And as much as everybody wants to make everybody's kids, you know, the community kids. No, there's a reason why, you know, when you'll see a cop show and they're like, you're too close to it, Jim. You're too close to it. OK, it's because you don't want parents running in with their guns. It could have ended it sooner. It might have made it worse. We don't know. That's what a tactical team does and not your everyday cop. Before we know all the facts, can we not throw these guys under the bus? Please. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. American Financing wants to remind you that if you're stuck with a whole bunch of credit card bills, uh, you can dramatically reduce the payment every month while paying those things off at a much faster rate. Right now, credit card companies are charging close to 20% interest every month, and it's going to get worse as the rates continue to rise. Right now, you are spending, the average American is spending about 35% on just housing. It was 25% a year ago. Inflation is going to knock us on our ass if we don't do the right things now. Please 
Please, if you have high interest credit cards, you own your own home, call American Financing to see if they can help you. It's much better to pay 5% annual interest than the compounding interest the credit cards give you at 20%. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Please do it now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. There you can subscribe to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome. Glad you're here. Pat Gray is also joining us now from Pat Gray Unleashed, a podcast you can listen to here on The Blaze before this program or anytime uh, wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Beto O'Rourke fan. Oh, Pat Gray. Is there anybody better than Beto? I can't. Hitler. Wow. No? Wow. Went right there. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's, yeah. I mean, that's where you're supposed to go, isn't uh, it? it is, everything's yeah. supposed to be yeah, compared to Hitler. Everything's yeah. compared to Hitler. Yep. So I think he's better than Hitler. He, uh, no, worse than Hitler. He screwed up yesterday. Big time. I mean, who thinks Big that's time. a good idea? I don't know. Uh, people in I don't know. People in very, very blue states that are not in Texas or anywhere yeah. near Texas Which is that are like, yeah. Get them. It's probably his entire staff, too. You know, and it's, yeah. it, from a fundraising standpoint, maybe it does oh, work for him. I, let they me tell you something. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, big fan. Yep. Big fan. Mm-hmm. All those kinds of people loved it. Could loved she it. be any more butt stupid than she is? I, d- I don't think it's possible. No. Is she more Every stu- point she makes is just absolutely provably wrong yeah. the instant she says it. Is it that her stupidity that makes her so grating? Or that she's also grading as well as stupid. <laughs> it's uh, that's all of the above, right? Yeah. In the yeah. intersection there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It is right. fascinating because because like we've done shows on network television uh, over the years, and I feel like when we would would have to say things, people would be like, "Hey, I can't believe you said that. That's not even right." Like, that was we would so get called wrong. out all oh, the time yeah. oh, if we made yes. mistakes. Every apparently uh, that doesn't happen on the left. On the or uh, at least the View, like they don't. <clears throat> They, no. She continually says things that are yeah. provably false, as you point out, Pat, in seconds. Yeah. Anybody who knows anything about the issue knows it's false <laughs> right. right when they say it. And she yes. continually does it every day. It really is amazing to watch. It is. It's embarrassing. I don't know how you can continue on national television that way. Because like you said, uh, we would have been called out for it. We wouldn't have been on national television. Yeah. If you would have been wrong every night on Fox, can you imagine? If I would have been wrong... Once. Once. Yeah. Once. That's true. Once. And you were true. wrong once. There was the one time that you said Van Jones went you to prison. You said he went to prison, but he really only jail. went to jail. Right. And the White House they literally called about it. about it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They, how... they had a meeting. They had an in-person meeting with Roger Ailes. The White House came to Roger Ailes and said, you got to fire him. And he said, well, if he's making mistakes if he's saying things that aren't true a i'm with you we need to correct them right away and if they're egregious enough i'll fire him what are they you didn't go to prison he just went to jail no they didn't even say that they said We'll get back to you (laughs) and they they called back like two days later and there was one thing and you corrected it. And I corrected it. And uh, 
I think Roger and I had a good laugh. I think we had a good laugh. Yeah, one. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just an amazing thing because, it, mm-hmm. and it's not. We should point out, it's not just Whoopi. It's everybody All on that them. show. Yeah. I mean, Joy Behar every day says something that is so provably dumb that it's you, mm-hmm. you don't need to even fact check it. These are things that anyone with the basic knowledge of these stories already knows is false. And it happens over and over again. It really is incredible. Yeah. It's an interesting We had a listener refer to them as a coven, which I think is a perfect description <laughs> I think for them. It is. I love that. I'm going to use that all the time now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it, not the view, it's the coven. It's the coven. <laughs> I like that. Isn't that great? <laughs> yes. Yes, that is fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, okay. That's perfect. But yeah, Beto, uh, I think he hurt himself. And, and you know, he's and running for governor. That's something that's hard Texas. for him to do. It is. I mean, he's already yeah. losing. Obviously, he has he's no losing terribly in this environment bad. to win. And, yeah, right. And, uh, and, he, I, I mean, and he's look. tried, too, because he went from, hell, yes, I'm going to take your AR-15 and your AK-47s, and you weren't, you're not going to have the opportunity to kill anybody with those. And then he's gone from that to, now nah, I want to take anything from anybody, and all I want to do is protect the Second Amendment. That's what he now says as he runs for Texas governor. And Until still, yesterday. Until yesterday. Until, Until yesterday. yesterday. Yep, then it changed yes. again back to the old viewpoint, because yes. that one would serve him in the moment better. Right. In his view. Right. That is what, that's in what he does. Coven. In his coven. <laughs> <laughs> what a, I mean, it really is amazing. And you think, too, like... If they thought that if the Democrats believed Beto O'Rourke was a good candidate, if they believed he had a future, this would not be the time to run him. Right. This is a, mm. a in a in, an incredibly Democratic leaning year against a candidate who Ted Cruz, who was kind of unpopular with the right at times because of his early opposition to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. They still lost with Beto. Like, that was the perfect right. time to knock off a Republican in Texas. Really, the perfect right. situation. They ran Beto. He raised all this money and still lost. Then completely collapsed in the presidential race, which was the biggest joke of all time. And, like, you don't throw that guy back into a situation like this if you think he has a future in your party. You use him as a sacrificial lamb that can raise money. And that's what they're mm-hmm. doing. I mean, the same thing is happening in Georgia right now with Stacey Abrams. They keep saying she's the future of the party. If the Democrats believe that, there's no mm-hmm. way they'd run her this time. Kemp is going to beat her by 15 points. Yeah, especially with her latest screw-ups that it's the worst state. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst state to live oh, in. I don't know. I think Beto could make a good argument that it's Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that'd be> good. <laughs> it's what, and this is like, it's evidence. This is evidence that they hate these places they Mm -hmm. hate this country they hate what these states stand for they They despise them the only reason they want power is to change them because they hate what they stand for they hate everything about them it's their entire philosophy of government is to get Mm -hmm. control so they can eliminate the foundations of this country that's what they that is their entire Mm-hmm. That Freaking sounds platform. like a replacement theory. All <laughs> 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 well, political parties do try to replace the others. Right. That is a, yeah. No, uh, I mean, they're trying to replace all of our institutions, all of our laws, absolutely mm-hmm. everything. All, everything we've ever believed. Our God. Our God replaced. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. our, our families replaced. replaced. Our police replaced. And police ideas replaced our constitution replaced our ideas of gender. And that's a boy. That's a girl replaced 
everything is a mm-hmm. replacement theory to these guys. We should point out you're referring to your show last night, which uh, basically took on the idea everybody on the media is saying, oh, well, everybody on the right uh, has this white replacement theory where p- people that are looking different are going to replace white people and these white supremacists. And your point was, let me tell you about the real replacement Yes. Theory. It's not that. It's not the crazy freaking, you know, Charlottesville torch theory. It's what's going on in our culture. It's got nothing to and, do and with white or black. No, and like that. everything. The shootings are mm-hmm. about not one thing, but everything that is going on in our government and culture. Mm-hmm. We are ripping the rug out from underneath 300 million people. I mean, look at what they're doing to the economy alone. And they're they like it. Their Green New Deal, they couldn't get it passed that way. So they're using ESG and executive orders and they're crippling the uh, gas and oil companies. So why? So we can't afford it. So then what? We have to go to electric cars because they're taking gasoline engines out of the picture. How? With ESG. They're telling all of these these uh, major auto corporations, you got to be in because we're not going to be we're not going to be funding, you know, uh, and raising capital for companies that are building combustion engines in about five years. So get on board. There's no choice. There's no choice. They've subverted absolutely everything. Now, that's a big conspiracy theory. But let me show you. um Oh, man. PolitiFact. They're on to me. Oh, no, they are? Yes. Oh. Do you remember remember uh, this week when uh, in Davos, mm-hmm. a reporter and journalist was detained by the World Economic Forum police? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently not. We talked to the guy, though. Yeah, I know we did. But so this happen. did not happen? No, it didn't happen. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, he was stopped. He was questioned. He was His team was questioned. He was told to get into the van and go downtown until another reporter showed up. But PolitiFact, uh, look, I mean, this is the notice. Partly false information in a post that Glenn Beck shared. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I shared, uh, I think this is a, a Blaze story. Um, but, uh, apparently he was not detained, but he was not, he was, no, he was not detained. What was he? They just asked him to hang out for a while while they frisked him and questioned <laughs> all of his people and said, get into the van. That's not being detained. That's being asked. Hey, can you hang out for a minute at gunpoint? Okay. Hey, we just want to hang out with you for a minute. You're free to leave. Conversation. But if you do, I've got guns pointed <laughs> at you. So, hmm. uh, so they wanted to make wow. sure that uh, everybody knew that. Oh, and the other fact, the other fact that I love, um, the World Economic Forum police. It's not the World Economic Forum police, even though they have a patch on their arm that says World Economic Forum police. <laughs> They're Swiss police. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, now they're Swiss police that are lent to the World Economic Forum. So they've got a patch on their arm 
They're not acting as Swiss police. They're using the Swiss police powers as World Economic Forum police. Oh, but that is, you know what? Let me tell you something. And I mean, I mean this sincerely. Let me break it down for PolitiFact. Even though his head is actually a hamburger, he is still Mayor McCheese. Okay, mm-hmm. he claims it. The company claims it. There is a McDonald's land. He's actually a mayor. <laughs> Same with the World Economic Forum police. Will, will they find time to fact check any of Whoopi's claims this week? No, they won't. Will, will there be no, any won't. of those things? That- and you know what was crazy about <sighs> this? Look at how in bed the com- the uh, the uh, media is, PolitiFact and all of these others. Look how in bed they are with the left and the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. They don't, they won't, they'll fact check this over detained detained i think yeah i mean i don't know what your official you could say yeah it's true but there's two definitions of detained okay but that's not what they do glenn beck is sharing false information uh but they don't do that to Whoopi. and meanwhile the cnn anchors are the people conducting the on-stage interviews at this week's World Economic Forum. <laughs> in bed much? Mm. No, there's not a lot of sleeping going in on that bed work. <sighs> Unfortunately, we're the ones uh, who are going to end up pregnant at the end. Uh, you know what I mean? Because we're the only ones getting... Sp- uh, <laughs> my Patriot Supply. Diesel prices are through the roof. You know what that means? means the price of driving trucks go up, which means the cost of every product goes up. Diesel fuel also means not just trucks, but tractors. Farmers have to spend more money on food, on on the tractors that will plow the fields and, and cut the fields and bring the harvest into the barn. But also, uh, fuel prices are so far up and the war and everything else. Fertilizer. There was just a big uh, uh, train incident up in Canada. Huge delivery of fertilizer. It was derailed. And now it's just laying all over the ground and it's going to take them weeks to clean it up. So that means fertilizer, not as much food. May I suggest... You go to preparewithglenn.com today. I made a special deal with my Patriot Supply, and they have $150 off the three-month emergency food kit. It's long-term storage food. It is packaged so it stays fresh for up to 25 years. It means it'll be there when you need it. Um, And you know what? I'm telling you just what an investment Investing in food today with a dollar that is depreciating as fast as it is, may I just say, just the savings in inflation alone is going to be worth the money. Good investment. Three-month food kit right now. Preparewithglenn.com. The kits ship fast and free. They arrive in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Keep this one to yourself. Preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Stay informed. 
Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Should we share that? <laughs> hey, some really good news. Uh, this is uh, leaked audio uh, from, uh, from China, uh, from the inside of China. It is a, uh, a meeting of the heads of the Normalization to War uh, Council. What they're talking about is a Taiwanese invasion on what it's going to take to invade Taiwan um, and they are putting the list together and checking it twice. Uh, they are mapping out quote, the normal to war transition plan. Um, it is a high level meeting. The uh, party secretary from the, the uh, communist party the um, deputy secretary, the governor and vice governor were there. They were acting on strategic decisions by President Xi Jinping. And it was part of his overall strategic situation of China's great uh, rejuvenation. And they are putting together uh, 140,000 military personnel, 953 ships, 1,653 units of unmanned equipment, 20 airports and docks, six repair and building shipyards, 14 emergency transfer centers as they prepare to invade Taiwan. This is the Glenn Back Program.